credit, he held his ground. I was referring to Mrs. Blackwell, sir. She came home earlier than expected today, and she was the one who found Dr. Blackwell. I should have been the one to... His voice broke, and his face lost a bit of its stiffness for a moment before he recalled his dignity again. She is very upset, and in her delicate condition, from the depths of the house, Frank could detect a pitiful moaning sound. He felt the cold sweat breaking out on his body, but he refused so much as to bat an eye. You'd better send for a doctor, then. The butler frowned his disapproval. Dr. Blackwell doesn't hold with medical practitioners. Frank pushed his hat back and stared up at the man. Didn't you just say he was a doctor himself? The butler drew himself up defensively. Dr. Blackwell is a healer. He explained with the utmost courtesy and unconsciously using the present tense. A magnetic healer. He does not trust conventional medicine. Who did? Frank wanted to ask, but he managed to restrain himself. For a second, he was at a loss. A pregnant woman, obviously in labor or about to be from the shock of discovering her husband's brain spilled out on her carpet, and they wouldn't let him call a doctor. The irony was so great he almost smiled. So much for his certainty that Sarah Brandt wouldn't be involved in this case. Frank reached into his coat pocket and found his notebook and a pencil. He scribbled the Bank Street address on one of the pages and tore it out. He thrust it at the butler. Send someone to this address and ask for Mrs. Brandt. She's a midwife. The butler looked at the paper as if it were a snake. The woman moaned again and Frank's patience evaporated. Who was supposed to help her if Dr. Blackwell doesn't believe in doctors? He he was going to deliver the child himself, I believe, the butler admitted. Frank gave him another of his famous bone-chilling glares. Well, that's out of the question now, isn't it? So unless you want to leave her to the mercies of her maid... The butler snatched the paper from Frank's outstretched fingers and turned on his heel, summoning someone from the depths of the house. Frank sighed. Sarah would find this very amusing. She'd probably never let him hear the end of it either. Well, at least this wasn't a murder case. If he let her help him with one more murder case, he'd never be able to show his face down at police headquarters again. Sending the rest of the servants scurrying away with another of his glares, he turned to the officer guarding the door. Let's see what we've got, Mahoney. Sarah wasn't surprised to see an agitated young man at her front door. As a midwife, she frequently saw agitated men, young, old, and in between, who had been sent to summon her to an impending birth. This fellow looked unusually agitated, however, and his uniform marked him as the servant of a wealthy household. The instant she opened the door, he began to speak. "'Mrs. Brandt, you're needed right away.' Mrs. Blackwell, she's in a bad way, and the policeman says for you to come at once. He spoke as if he'd been practicing the words all the way over from wherever he'd come. The policeman? She asked, not quite believing she'd heard him correctly. Yes, ma'am. Dr. Blackwell, he's, well, he's dead, it seems like, and the police come, and when he found out Mrs. Blackwell was, well, he gave me your address and told me to fetch you quick as I could. Was the policeman a detective sergeant? she asked, managing to keep her expression suitably grave. She didn't want the boy to see her smiling smugly when he'd just told her someone was dead. I don't rightly know, ma'am. He's a big Irishman, and he said for you to come.
Mrs. Blackwell, she needs you right now. Many policemen could be called big Irishmen, but only one of them was likely to have thought of summoning Sarah Brandt to the scene of a crime. Of course, she said. Just give me a moment to gather my things. She left the young man on her front stoop as she went back into the house to change her clothes and to get her medical bag. She changed quickly, with practiced ease, and she couldn't help thinking how it must have galled Malloy to send for her. Someone dead, and the police called, must mean another murder. He wouldn't want her involved in a murder, so he must be desperate indeed. A woman about to deliver a baby would have affected him that way, she assumed, considering how his wife had died. Sarah must try to hide her satisfaction at his summons and the surge of anticipation she felt at being involved in another murder investigation, however, slightly. If she acted too delighted at being included, Malloy might be provoked into sending her from the house, impending birth or not. When she said-